I I literally like wanted to sponsor you twice as bad now. Now I'm like, God, I respect the little bastard more than more now. <laughs> That's you hard. Know? I can't believe I did that. I feel like, damn. I feel like I thought I had, you know, more respect. And now I'm sorry I did that. No, man. no, That's don't, no, don't. <laughs> Chad, thank you very much for coming on. We have one more guy yeah, coming man. on coming on a little later. He's um he's the editor of Pull and and all that. So uh he's a really good guy and he knows all about you and and okay. he's a super. We're all actually I'm a super fan. I've never officially <laughs> met you in person. I don't think, but I I do have a funny story. Do and forgive me. I've hit my head a few times. I don't think we've ever really met in person. Would you? Do nah, you I don't no? think so. Okay. Nah. So okay. hold on. So was Chad when Chad first got on premium? You were still a Haro though, right? No, I wasn't. Uh, I uh, think um, who who put you on? I think Alan Cook was like the first one okay. to really like yeah put me on yeah. there. So Alan so. Cook was like a two months after me or 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 whatever, and I I had already uh -huh. sort of left at that point and. Um, I put Dennis so, they, they, so that's they, my big, that's fired, my claim to fame. No, your claim to fame is you overpaid Dennis because I tried to get you to put him on a long time before, and you're like that kid's not going to be anything. Right, right, right. That's the true story. And then and then Lus and then Lusty hits me up, and I'm like, yes, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you just added three more zeros, but let's do this. <laughs> that's true. I don't think it was that much. I think we got him for like thirty grand a year or something back then. Maybe it was less. Maybe it was 24, 24 grand a year. That check would break hearts in 2022 for 95% yeah. of BMX pros. Pro yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. Tell, tell your story, Tony. Well, no, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of wanted to ask a couple of questions first. You have a, like, you were a badass racer. So back, back, back in the day, who, and, and I remember you as a racer, and this is kind of where my, we did meet before, and this is where my, my story's going to be a little funny. Um, <laughs> but who, you wore, I remember you wore like red and white gear. Like it was mostly white and you had like red Fox pants with like some red pants yeah. on a Jersey. Who, who was your sponsor? Who's your right for back then? Yeah. I was on a uh, formula. Back oh, then. formula. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. And it was cool. Yeah. I think Will Rells and I don't know who else. There was some people over there, uh, formula. It was dope, but that was like around that time was probably when I was like, probably like at the peak of my racing like We're, right there and then right before that i was on hyper with the orange and black gear oh so, okay. okay and then i got on formula and then i think that was like probably the last year i really got down like that and then the, the year after i got i was on it might have been formula again but it was like white and green gear and i like i was just like done after that i was just kind of getting over it because like i had gone to the peak right and it was weird to like win and be the number one and everything and then have to restart it felt like like if you're not number one again then it's like the the fight to get back to where i just was so it was hard to maintain that and, and especially around that time i was super short compared to everybody that was uh hitting their growth spurt and like that so they were uh -huh. way taller and stronger and i was like man i have to train twice as hard to keep up so i just got over it well that that i i want to go back to that what actually caused the you know, from being a badass to re-becoming a badass, you, you know what I mean? But but I, I want to tell a funny story 
so we're we're reno um and it was it was and and here's how because i was basically stalking you which is creeper but <laughs> but i i worked for haro i worked for haro at the time and um i was just trying to basically we we kind of redid the team and i wanted to just have just a bunch of a couple badass pros, but then like two or three badass ams, and that's it. Not do the team sheet thing, not mm-hmm. you know, not do all that. And uh, and so anyway, you just won. What would you have been like 10, 9 or ten x or something, maybe ish? Um, what 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 year was this? I don't know. You were in the red and white gear though. This is how oh, okay, I know. Red and white. So I was probably over thirteen. Okay, so uh, not even thirteen, probably twelve or eleven or twelve, probably. So you're, so you're, you're around, you're around then. And I remember you had just won and you came across the finish line and I was waiting down there, like and from the wane started until whenever, just so I can go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to approach this kid and I'm going to give him my card. And in my, so I built up this thing in my head. He's like, he's going to be stoked because I work for Haro and he's going to want to ride for us and all this other shit. So I, so anyway, you come across the finish line. I'm like, Hey man, congratulations. And you fist bump me. And I gave you my card. I said, Hey man, we want to sponsor you. I'm with Haro bikes. Uh, please go give this to your parents. Have them call me on Monday or Tuesday, whatever works. Oh, shit. And, and so anyway, you look at the card, you're like, okay. And you literally dropped it right in front of me, oh, left no. it on the ground and rode off. And I'm sitting there going, no way. <laughs> Just, Damn, dude! I was laughing, and then I was just telling. I told Kyle that story, and I'm like, in this weird. It must have been like Stockholm syndrome or something, because in this weird way, and I'm like, I, I literally like wanted to sponsor you twice as bad. Now, now I'm like, God, I respect the little bastard more than more now. <laughs> That's you hard. Know? I can't believe I did that. I feel like, damn. I feel like I thought I had, you know, more respect, and now I'm sorry I did that. No, man. no, That's don't, no, don't, <laughs> dude. Damn. It was the funniest thing in the world. I remember you kind of looked at me and you just looked up yeah. and then you kind of like, and you just like. It's probably because I was sponsored, you know, and so it felt yeah. like I just couldn't, you know, I wasn't going to do anything else to get, you know, mm-hmm. any other sponsors at the moment. But I'm sure if I had no sponsors or something, I would have been like, for sure, try to do yeah. something. But it was just I, like at the peak of my shit. So I probably was just like, what the hell? I'm not trying to get any more sponsors or like, I don't <laughs> I know. I thought it was awesome. I thought, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, funny. that's my Jack Curley story. Maybe, <laughs> that's awesome. Damn. Maybe, that, I haven't maybe, heard that one. Maybe it's because it's pre-internet, but that's usually not the time to talk business. Hey, yeah. you just got off the track. Here's a card. Like your, your head's yeah. not You know? So, so the correct move would have been to, uh, Meet Chad's dad and be like, "Can we top next week?" Not like, well, and that's hey, the hey, funny hey, thing, young man. You're competing, but so yeah. so. I mean, Chad, you remember? It, it was like everyone walked home with the flu because it's indoors mm-hmm. and it's in the winter mm-hmm. time and it's in this rodeo sort of arena. Yeah. Dude, I'm doing yeah. laps because you can do laps up on top. I'm yeah. doing laps looking for this family. I have no idea where they're at, so I'm literally like, if I'm going to get this mm-hmm. kid, I got to literally stalk him at the finish line, wait yeah. for him to come across or whatever. So yeah, anyway, it was a funny story and. So I, I tell everyone that yeah, that's my Chad Curley story. That, that's that's so how, like how, that. how old were you when you quit racing, Chad? Um, I, for sure, I was done when I was fourteen. So I feel like I feel like I met you when you were around fourteen. So you must have yeah. been fre- fresh off the fresh out of racing. Yeah, when I yeah, yeah. Because like thirteen was probably my last year really racing, where I realized like, dude, I can't do. I, I not like I can't, but I just didn't want to redo you know, trying to get back to the top of racing. Um, especially after at that point, Dennis was like doing so much dope shit and I could see that 
And I was like, you know, I love bike riding so much. It doesn't necessarily have to be from the gate and racing and Had you, were you kind of already playing around on street and, and yeah, skate parks? Yeah, I was stuff? always doing that at home. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, I was always playing around at home. But um, I think that's why it was like, I still liked the skate park and was riding that kind of stuff. But when I stopped racing, it was already a part of me because I was already going to the skate park. It wasn't like I need to start going and try something else. I was already kind of in the streets doing that. So it, I just like didn't know you could make a living off of it or have a career really. I just thought you could, I was just playing and I was like, oh, okay. Then I started realizing there's like animal videos or street, there's like different categories of what it is. It wasn't like, I didn't really know much about it. I was just playing and I didn't realize that you could do something further with just having fun and, and following that passion you know so. that's that that's amazing so that so that was basically the end of your your racer career is just like you you got burnt out from having to restart every year kind of i guess yeah pretty much and getting to the top was a really hard battle for me too it wasn't like you know i was always i felt like a part of the mix of being with the fast kids but to really be number one and, and have a dominant couple of years was like me and my dad are training pretty hard so to do it to look forward to the, to see what kind of work would have to go into it. It made me not want to do it. It made me shy away from it, just especially because I'm growing up now. I'm becoming a teenager and not wanting to be so me and my dad training. Like there's other stuff that interests me in life at that point. Like I want to go outside and play and hang with my friends. So a way for me to do that was always just riding my bike through the neighborhood and, and there's spots in between there. And yeah, I just kept going to the park and kept riding and it just, kept, you know, it kind of led to that, but I got super burnt out from racing, though, for sure. It was like I didn't even want to, like, think about the training we had to do with how hard we went. You know, it was it was it was pretty hard. And my dad, not to say he was strict, but he was pretty serious with it, too, because it was passionate for both of us. It was like if we were going to race, we were going to take it serious and we we're going to try to win. We're not going to just be in seventh place or not make the main or go this far and not, you know, so it was like we made sure to, like, do the best we could when we did. And uh he would always stand behind me in the gate, you know, tell me to dig and be like that race dad, you know? And so it was, I just kind of was getting over that kind of whole like situation. Cause I already kind of seen what, what you could do when you make it to the top of that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's other lanes in BMX, thankfully that, you know, I could go down and just led to here. Did you ever, did you ever feel a comparison when you made it to the top of, of street riding competition, X games and whatnot? Was it yeah. totally different or was there some similarities in there as far as like, got to focus, got to work on this, blah, blah, blah. Was it, was it ever like a flashback? Um, A little bit of a flashback, but never as far as, as serious as I took it for racing. So there was never no training. There was never no, like nothing too crazy when it came to that. It was like, at the time when I last one, I was still like, I was in the gym and doing my thing, but it wasn't like necessarily training how you would for racing. You know, it's just for me to be healthy and to withstand, you know, landing the flat and, you know, not get any injuries from all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It just, it didn't feel the same. It's like a whole different journey with that, especially because it felt like it was on my own because a lot of racing was with my dad. And uh, for me to do this on my own was more of a, it proved to myself that I could do something, you know, especially as an adult and to my parents to like show them that, you know, that I was serious about it and could take it as far as like my dreams wanted to, you know, as far as my dreams went. So it was hard, but um, I don't think it was the same battle as, as racing was because X Games is more fun, dude. It's like riding with the homies and, and traveling and, 
it's a whole nother lifestyle as far as like what how stressful that was in my head for that kind of stuff so as stressful as it is to do x games it's it's not as stressful as it is for racing for me because you're like waiting for a moto all day you're like building it up there's certain kids you're in motos with that you don't want to race that you have to race them in the semi and you have to get down it's like it don't feel that same type of pressure with x games it's like we got a heat and then we got the finals and it just goes all in one it'd be done in an hour and we're all hyped to be done so nothing too similar but as far as the competition with with myself that's the only thing that would be kind of similar would be just like for me to want to do well with myself and and like I was saying, like not to go far and just get dead last. Like I want to always put my best effort into anything, especially with the competition. It's a way to, for me to push myself and go there. So with that kind of point, like, I think like the focus level and stuff, I could kind of get back to my roots as far as like waiting to get my name called and, and being ready for that and going in on it. So just very, very slightly slight similarities, but nothing. So nothing so crazy. Cause I feel like I would get burnt out of this too, if it was anything similar, you know? That's that's well. Wow, that was that was well said. I, pr- probably too personal of a question, but mm-hmm. but I have to ask: Did was your dad crushed when you when you quit, or do you think he was sort of uh, over it at the point as well? Because sometimes there's families, you know, what I mean? it creates mm-hmm. a little sort of a riff, and then mm-hmm. it's funny because then it then it quits, and then they become father son again, or mother son, or whatever. Yeah. And it's back to normal, and suddenly. It, everything's awesome again kind of you know yeah. what i mean as normal relationship yeah you kind of had to, we had to like grow out of that together it was weird because um we both got into that together so i mean it was it was kind of a heartbreaker that was the one thing that kept me into racing so long was like the fact that i'd have to bring it up as a man and and, and actually talk to my dad and tell him i wanted to stop because if i didn't speak up about that nothing in life was going to change at that point we were still going to be on our routine and still go to the track and hit these nationals and just because that's what we did and um it was a little bit at first it was a little bit like back and forth because he's like what are you talking about you know like what what do you want to do you know like yeah. what are you talking about especially being like we put so much work into getting to the top of that and now we had a name for ourselves and can do this for real so it was hard for him to hear that we just kind of wanted to hang it up and be over it and like I don't know as soon as he kind of like he he had the he had more of a supportive side to him than actually like me and him kind of butt heads honestly oh, that's so awesome. yeah. yeah so he kind of was always like honestly if I wanted to do anything man he was going to support me do that especially with how much work he's seen us do he knew that we could follow up a, another route of something that we wanted to achieve or if it was just me and seeing me do it by myself so I think that's why it meant so much more to me to to kind of make it this far you know with this is because it kind of just seems more on my own and it seems more like okay now I'm going on trips by myself versus like I was flying with pops and he was driving me everywhere now I got to go on trips with these dudes and I'm going to go on road fools and go you know do these things that are like going to help me in my career but also just things that I wanted to do because they were you know staples in my life from what I was watching in videos and stuff I wanted to be a part of so um he knew there was a route though it wasn't like when I said I wanted to quit that he he felt like I was the type of person or the type of kid to just sit there and now just let my life just go to something and just be a low life he knew that I wasn't about to quit and do that so whether it be with school or or something athletic otherwise I think he knew I wasn't going to just like quit racing and that was just going to be it for for my life so he trusted that there was something to go for um, further with and especially when he saw me at the skate park I think he could see some type of potential if you see me riding around he was like okay 
And then like at some point I wanted my dad to be there because it was getting close to like when I was entering contests as an amateur, like free flow tour and stuff like that. And that related to racing. At that point, it was like my dad's pulling up to Claremont Skate Park. It was like him pulling up to Kearney racetrack. And it was kind of like if this was a bigger race locally, this was a bigger contest locally. So he would be there supporting me. And like before the contest, like he would see me at Claremont every day. But I would, you know, show him what tricks I had learned. And I'd be practicing and get my runs dialed in for Claremont's contest and stuff. So it was still like we were kind of together. and But it was less like, you know, communication as far as like what to help me with with riding. Because this was all on my own. He could only watch and support from the sidelines, you know. But that was the only part where it was like still kind of relatable to racing too was when we first got in the, the amateur contest scene. It was like my dad still had to take me there too. I was still young. So he was still a part of all that, you know. He could see potential with that and it was like you know we we're gonna follow that especially bmx because that was a part of what we love so it wasn't like it was something foreign to us so it was easy to follow i think um, around then is the first time i met your dad just coming to events oh, and yeah. stuff and having, having, having known your dad that long <laughs> it surprises me hearing you say he was like the race dad yeah you know, it's always, he he's always su- super chill hanging out yeah, super supportive like it's a prize. I can't picture your dad like pedal, pedal, pedal. Just can't see it. Right. It's because he's um, yeah. This is more out of his element. You know, this isn't like the scene we really was in. But he does have it in him. Like I think the first X Games I won in LA, he was he was still rooting for me pretty loud. Like I could hear him like how I used to on the track. <laughs> and but it wasn't like the same type of like, you know, cheering that it was for racing. It was more just like just cheering that to let him let me know he was there, not to like win. You know. But yeah, yeah, get him. You know. But he he is pretty outspoken when it comes to contests depending on you know how his mood is but he is for the most part chill i feel like as 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 your riding has evolved over the years chad i feel like a lot of what you do is obviously incredibly technical you know a lot of manual links a lot of nose manual links a lot of you know doing things switched and whatnot is your dad able to kind of comprehend some of that it it gets pretty crazy just following (laughs) how complicated it is it's funny because i can't like someone's like oppo and dada you know what i mean i'm like i don't he did it just as good both ways. Like, well, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, I don't know if he knows about the switch necessarily the opposite ways and stuff like that. But he, I show him my clips pretty often. So I'll, like, keep him up to, you know, up to date with what's going on because I'll tell him what took me a long time. I'll show him my, my clips. But, I mean, to detail like that, he probably wouldn't know if, like, I did a hop switch bar and that was switch or something, you know. So he hey, don't need how, to know either. <laughs> I, how old's your dad? Oh man, he's like uh, 67, 66. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 60s and same with my mom too. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. I just yeah. know how close they probably, they probably like, they probably like that I don't really know their age like <laughs> that anymore. So it's like, I don't know. I just, Unless you're 10 years higher than they are. I know. I used to be the same with my dad until like he hit 80. And now, so like for me, I'm like stressed. Like he's 81 now. Okay. he's a, And I'm like taking photos of with cakes to make sure. <laughs> so it's no, he's not even 66. He probably 63. I got to take some back now. So yeah, he's two years <laughs> younger than that probably. I don't know. Yeah, early 60s. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, somewhere uh, around there. I was no, knowing, knowing your dad, um, I don't know your dad super well, but I see him around. I, I, your dad's always been super cool to me. Yeah. I was guessing lower than that. So when you said 66, I was like, really? No way. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, well, I mean, he's pretty He's pretty healthy. I mean, he's been yeah. there, you know, so he's been trying. He used to be known as Big Randy. 
you know he was always pretty big you know and now he's pretty <laughs> slim so he he rides his bike pretty often he rides that uh the new haro bike we got the cruiser bikes the bmf one pretty often like every day he'd be no. going on rides so. that's actually a good intro yeah. i was going to ask you about that so haro's done a really good job at sort of they, they kept you guys in this i say you guys meaning you and in dennis so i apologize if you hate being in that bubble with him no no oh yeah so but they, they you know they kept you guys in this really sort of in my personal opinion this really prestigious sort of bubble that they don't touch they just they let you just do whatever you do and let you be yourselves and i think that's awesome and then here's this departure where they're like no 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 we're gonna go have some fun with these guys and do these crazy bikes and and i saw yours i just happened because i i uh I bought a, a Haro E MTB, the e-mount mm-hmm. bike, you know, and I it, it's it's my best thing I've ever bought for myself. <laughs> and uh and so did I um who was there at the I think it was Kevin. Kevin was like, Hey, check this out. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta show my son. I was gonna take a photo. He's like, no, 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 no. And it was your bigger, you know, yeah. it was your bigger bike with the gold chains and and mm-hmm. all this other stuff around it. And uh and I'm like, dude, this is crazy. And I couldn't, I couldn't connect it. At the time, I'm like, these guys aren't going to go and do all these crazy like wheelie jams and and you know city and and all. Okay, so then you fast forward what it was three four months or whatever like that, and I'm like, oh dude, I get it. Like this yeah. is just this is their personality and and they're making it work. You know, yeah. How was that when they first approached you with that sort of project? Were you like, no, come on, man, you're you're killing me? Or or was it actually explained correctly, which no, obviously yeah. something I didn't get. So that was a big part of like you were saying Kevin Connors and him being at Haro has been like a whole different you know vibe over there for me to even be able to communicate with that kind of side and design thing is like he's my boy with that stuff so he looks out for me and he lets me know what's cool and what's on and I've been kind of like following the wheelie scene anyway so I don't even know if it was necessarily their idea or mine because like I might have even brought that up to them because that was kind of like my thing is like I seen that that was getting big in that scene and I'm like, well, how is there a way to, you know, we ride BMX too. And there's times when I'm not trying to rest necessarily get down like that, but I love the bike life. And uh, I just love busting wheelies too. And there's like, what if we just made a fly bike, you know, that was like super, super like fitting to like my personality and kind of shined. And I was like talking, you should put gold rims on it. You should whoop de whoop. And then it became something bigger than that. And that's kind of how my BMX frame became too. Like, Kevin Connors would always be on trips with me and be like, bro, you're the Henny monster. You got to get a Henny monster, Frank. Henny monster this. And I'm like, bro, if you get to horror, you know, when this was around the time he hadn't worked there and then he started working there. I'm like, bro, if you can convince them to do that, I'll do a frame like that. You know, that sounds dope. Because at the time I was just a crazy little dude, you know, sipping Henny. And I was like, bro, you can't get that on a graphic because Haro is has never been so edgy as far as like going that far because they've been pretty on point for the, you know, the kids and shit like that. So Kevin is really good at convincing, you know, over there in the offices, I guess, because as soon as he got over there, it was like a wrap with that. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. And then it was a way for me to use the Hennessy, you know, theme and use the colors with the frame and use like a two tone brown that I wanted to do. And uh, I don't know, I had a cool theme to it. And especially it seemed super fitting to my personality at the time, too, because, you know, like me getting older, I can't just always have like such a set, like I want to just be me, you know what I mean? As much as I can. And it was a way I can see Haro supporting that side of me. And it was super cool to see them even put in the Henny, Hennessy labels and stuff like that themed around it. So with the big bikes, it was pretty similar to that, that time as far as like Kevin helping me and 
And uh, we just like super good at collaborating ideas and stuff like that too. And it just kind of just started making sense the more that we started putting stuff together. And we also didn't want to connect it to my CK line too much. We wanted this to be different. So we started a whole, you know, BMF thing. And at the time I was, I was just thinking of, okay, what's a big bike? And, and I like hip hop. Okay. Rick Ross, you know, he has a blowing money fast BMF and BMF. What it means is on some, I watched the BMF show to the black mafia family and all this stuff. So it's like, well, we'll just call it the big mother. You know, like I, don't, I just call it the BMF. It's just hard, you know, it just sounds like a big name. It's bold, you know? And like, it was a way to just kind of run with that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just glad that they, they're open to doing something different. I never thought in my life I would have a Haro bike that's, like, not so BMX, like, to the T. It's, it's technically a BMX bike, but it's a cruiser, you know? It's a bigger bike. It's, it's got a whole nother scene out there that I feel like we're, that are influenced by what we do, too. So it was a way for us to kind of make something and be a part of that. It's not like we want to take part of their market like that, but I feel like well-roundedly I kind of want to show appreciation too to just kind of nod that we see them out there and like you know if somebody is like messing with me that likes the big bikes this is this is a bike for you if you want to show love to me too like and support like what I got going on um we kind of have an option out there for them too so I don't know it just kind of happened organically I don't even know how it happened honestly it just was pretty smooth it worked seamlessly you know and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass but yeah when I was there I'm like I don't get it like I, you know, I don't get it. And then here, you know, like four or five months later and, yeah. and uh, you did something, maybe it was in LA or something, but yeah, you, I, I, I saw you did something and you, you put it on social. I'm like, Oh shit. Like there's a yeah. lot of people with them. I'm like mm-hmm. they're into it and everyone's embracing this and it's just, they're just cruising. Like there's nothing crazy. And you know, yeah. so yeah, it was, it was awesome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, Cause I mean, there's times there's like bike rides like that and there'll be BMX kids there too. And like, I don't necessarily want to go to a bike ride and be on my BMX and be forced to like do, do tricks and get down. And it's not as chill to cruise as a bigger, bigger wheel bike like those. So I was like, well, shit, how can I have something with, with my style and, you know, a part of it that I could cruise to when I'm, you know, doing these jams. But um, That's yeah, right. we have some other stuff. We have some other stuff in the future coming up too. I think this year is going to be some other stuff that's going to be dope for that. So. That's yeah, good to see. I mean, we you know, what, one thing that's that I that I think is kind of cool is is hearing a hearing you be hyped on Haro and b seeing the evolution <laughs> since you first got on. You've been on Haro in some form for you know more of your life than you haven't probably at this point. I know. But but when you formally switched to the bike Haro like seven years ago, whenever that was, I remember the mm-hmm. first year. I don't. I didn't think it was a very good fit. Just when you were kind of just <laughs> on the, and you, you you with the crew was cool, but like it didn't look like you. The bike didn't look yeah. like what i picture chad riding and it's cool because like back then me being pessimistic i would have been like i don't think it's a good fit i don't think this is going to work and since then like and you said especially with kevin coming back to haro Mm -hmm. the way it's kind of evolved now your whole kit i'm like yeah that's chad that makes sense yeah you know my whole bike my whole bike feels like me now at this point but i can feel what you're saying because when i first got on i was trying to see what they even had i was on the matias frame dennis's frame and like those are fitted for those styles of riding and there was nothing really made for me yet so it was like i had to spend some time with the with the brand and to actually create something like that that's like super fitted towards my stuff because at the time premium was like it had it was still pretty big i think back then you know and so that felt like more like me like premium yeah. was like it really felt like my style so it was hard to like kind of transition but at the time those were the people i was kicking it with 
my fam started to feel like, you know, Tyler Finagle was over there, Mike Gray, um, Dennis, like these are all people I was kicking it with anyway. So it just, it made sense as far as the fam and the crew, the crew, but the bike parts was like, it was hard for me to kind of like adjust to because it is so neat. It has such a clean look and business look, which is dope. But this is like, like I was saying with the way my frame is now and the way they give me creativity, it's like, I've never seen Haro be so edgy than myself. So it's like so cool to see them, you know, get down like that just because they've been so, you know, clean and, and that's like been their, their way. And I would always just rock a Haro sticker, clean, boom, boom. And it's like, they wanted it to be neat like that. And I don't even think it's the same point anymore. Like I have a graphic that it says Haro, but they don't need it to be all up on your face up here. It's like, it's low key. Like, I don't know. I like it better that the way that they're rocking right now. So I think it's just the times they've moved ahead. You know what I mean? That's, that's no, right. it, it, I think they've kind of used you as a vessel to do that in a way where it's tasteful. Oh, you yeah. know I, and, and I don't think they lost any of that, that professional clean look, you know, I think they still have that. But it's yeah. like, no, yeah, it, it, sure. you, you, you've done enough in your career to it would be weird to bring you on and not let you do your own thing. I agree. Yeah. You, I agree. you know, speaking of sponsors and all that, how long have you been on with, with, with you're still on with Rockstar, obviously, because I'm looking at a gold yeah. star. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of forever long as well, too, right? That's been a while. Yeah. I've been on since um, 2014. Oh, shit. Um, almost 10 years. Yeah. Um, coming up. Coming up. But you get uh, the gold, you get the gold watch at 10 years. <laughs> Shoot, I or hope the, so. I hope they give me a Roly or something for that <laughs> ten years. Well, Mateus, I saw Mateus yeah. at the Supercross. No, he's a good dude. Yeah, man, I was yeah. talking to him today. Yeah, I think I think in, in BMX when a brand sponsors you for ten years, you buy that guy the Rolex. Yeah, I that's know, how right? I, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to say, man, you got enough to buy yourself. One. <laughs> so, good. You know, yes. it's it's a blessing to be a part of you know something so sick for this long. You know, actually, like saying that out loud it it, it does it, it kind of goes by fast but it's also something that I'm so grateful to be a part of because when I when I wasn't on it was something I held so high upper echelon like Rob Darden and Dennis and just Nyquist and like Aiken I don't know it yeah Aiken you know the list goes on and it's so like high end and I was like damn it's like you know just like how any of these other energy drinks feel so it was like Man, Rockstar, though, is just hard. And especially with the people that are part of it, nasty and whoop-de-whoop, it was like, damn, I want to, like, I don't know, it's all the rock stars, you know? That's just, like, mm -hmm. how it felt. And so just to get welcomed and be a part of that, right before I was on Vitamin Water for a couple of years, which was awesome, too, but it didn't feel as, as home and, and family as, as Rockstar does because they do have a team, and they had Heath, Heath Penner running the team, and it was all oh, just right. so clean, you know? And, and it was just nice to be a part of it. And I couldn't wait to throw that shit in my head. I, I remember like how they felt about it. Like, oh, the logo's this and that. Cause they had been a part of the brand, Dennis and them. But like, I was, I don't care how big that star is, bro. I'll throw that shit in my head right now. So it was just and that, like. That was, a, that was a cool progression too. Cause I feel like yeah. vitamin water, I feel like vitamin water was still almost kid chad. Whereas yeah. Rockstar was like, as you're kind of growing up, like, okay. Yeah. Now, now I don't feel uncomfortable when I see Chad at the bar. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And they accept me for being me. You know what I mean? That's what I love about it, too, is like all these sponsors now at this point. It's like we're damn near partners. And it's like we're getting I'm getting older and they can accept me for being who I am. And before, you know, when you're transitioning from being younger, you don't want to show 
a side of you looking like we can't sponsor you for the next few years if you're young going crazy and acting this way but we do want you to be having fun so it's like a fine line between that you know like um but it's just cool to be able to grow with a brand like this and especially all of them I feel like all the sponsors I have right now especially is like I've been a part of for a while now so it's it's just like loyalty at this point. It just feels who, good, you know. Who do you formally ride for? Obviously, not, obviously, Cinema, Haro, um, mm-hmm. Rockstar, and Premium. And premium. I, I see some yeah. of the other ones. Are they just social media collabs, or do you actually ride for any of those brands formally? Um, I did, but mostly they're just social media one-offs, depending on what the post is. But um, I was a part of Kicks World for a couple years. That was last year. That's not going on no more. And um, I was a part of Swatch for a few years too but but you know i'm not on there anymore so it's like the ones that i do have have i've been a part of for quite a while and that's pretty much it i mean those are the ones that's um, usually a really good, good good sign sorry to cut you off but the yeah fact no, no, that you, you know the, the sign that you the, the fact that you stayed on for so long mm-hmm. for a lot of these brands i mean it, it kind of proves that you're doing something right you, you, right <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean it's not because let's be honest it's bmx you you know we've Mm -hmm. all been in it for a while we've seen the Mm -hmm. highs and the lows and the comes and the goes and and all that and the fact that chad curly just kind of sort of like no i'm gonna i'm gonna sit here in the sand and chill and i'll be here (laughs) for another 10 years so you know to find me sort of that's that's kind of rad you know yeah it's a blessing for sure and i think that's like that kind of puts kind of pressure on me to kind of maintain that too in a weird way it's kind of like i i built something to you know be here and make make this mark for bmx and myself in my life that i'm like i gotta maintain that hard work and keep going so it's like i'm not just here for no reason and it don't make me want to kick back and be lazy it kind of like always has a fire under me because i know i've been a part of something for a while that i don't want to like show any signs of slowing down you know what i mean or that kind of thing so it's just kind of like a cool cool cycle that it, it motivates me to it's not like i can just kick back like as much as it could you could but it's like i can't you know because i have so much work to do is especially when you feel like now having a family and having this ramp and the access to just riding all the time it's like why wouldn't i be you know so it's kind of like i don't know it's, it's a beautiful thing and i'm just thankful to be a part of all these sponsors for so long it is it is you, a, a cool thing now now that you're coming up on 30 got a family got a kid do you, do you think about what's next do you think about what you want to do when it's uh, uh yeah yeah what 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 what, about... what gets you excited i don't know man and that's the problem it's like there's a lot of things that do but it doesn't necessarily lead me to a lane of like actually you know thinking that that's what my living's gonna be further it's just these cool things that i like you know as far as like fashion and stuff and and music but I don't know if I'm going to be putting out music to make money or something and I don't think I'm going to be making clothes to make money but those are just things that I like right now and like I don't know I just let it just come to me naturally that's how my life has always kind of panned out for me honestly even with transitioning from racing to this is like I didn't have to try too hard to think what I want to do after racing I didn't have to like you know it just fell into play so I think when that's time hopefully you know, I have a further, a better answer for that. But I just, right now I'm trying to just keep rocking this because the way I'm looking at it is, is to keep doing this for as long as I can. So as long as I can keep doing it, that's what I'm going to be doing. Follow up on that, Chad. Now that you are a father, would you want, would you want your son racing, riding BMX in in any way? Or is that something you're like, 
Are you going to push him to it? Or that's no, what I was going to no, ask. Hell I'm no. Like, I'm like dad life. It. You know what I mean? Like no. dad life's a whole different, it's a whole different <laughs> yeah. thing. Right. So I'd love uh-huh. for you to answer that whole, like, are you going to let your son, yeah. if you want, go into that, but also how has your life changed since, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, shoot, mm-hmm. I would t- definitely let him get into racing, you know, if that's what he wants to do, but that's not like a, as much as I felt like I would when I'm a, when I'm a part of that stuff, like I would have a kid one day and he's going to do this. That's not like, honestly, me going through what I did, it would be cool that he has a whole nother path in his life that I could learn from. If he has another sport he's into, or if he has, you know, so I'm never going to push that kind of stuff too hard, but he can, he know, I want him to know that I have access to that kind of stuff. If that's what he wants to do, that I can help him get to where he wants to be, but I'm never going to like push him to do that. You know, like that's just not, that's not the way I'm seeing it, you know, but like, he is supernatural with that kind of stuff. He grips the bars. He don't want to, you know, he, he's going to want to do it. And especially having a ramp in the backyard, he's going to play on it, but I'm not going to push him to be like, yo, let's go to the track. This is how I did it. Like we're going to go to the track and boop the, like, I'm not really, like, I'm not trying to run that that with him, but, but life has definitely changed. You know, like how anybody would say, well, having a baby is just unreal. He's, he's about to be 10 months. So, you know, it as much as it's flying by to seem like he's being becoming a year old already it's like it, it's been like it's definitely grown me and me and my wife have definitely grown a lot from it you know because it's, it builds you tougher as a person that you have like somebody really you know relying on you every day and and how hard it could be just to keep him going too and it don't really matter about us no more. It's about him. And just a lot of things that just switch in life naturally, but it's all for the better and everything that about it I love. It's just it's just totally a different life than uh than it was before him, you know. But I think it was prepped for this because me and my wife, we were about to we we were planning to move into this home and planning to move here, knowing that there's good schools nearby and we were gonna have a kid one day. We just didn't know it was gonna happen so soon. So when it happened, it just happened, you know, so we didn't have a chance to break the house in and kick it first. And whooped it. it was like she was pregnant. So we had a baby then booped. So the house is broken in together, you know, as a family. So it, it is cool. And I love the way that it's happened. I feel like God blessed, blessed us that way. But it's Almost just all these new things. You, right. Not playing. Yeah. He, just like nah, everything else. No, yeah. Not playing. Nah, but <laughs> the love was real and it was there. So I think God just, you know, he he created that and it made that happen that way. So it's like, it was natural, you know, it wasn't like, well, we're going to plan this. And we we want to have a kid by this age, you know, as much as you can plan it, you really don't ever feel ready for it anyway. So it was like, when it just happened, it better just toughened us up right away. You know, like let us get in the mix now. Cause once we get this dialed in, we'll be good forever. So we don't have to worry about what it's going to be like. We're already in it, you know? So it's cool. We just don't, you know, it's not like I have, a bunch of friends that have kids like that Dennis does and Tyler Finagle there's friends out there that do but it's like it's still like I can't relate to everybody out there you know doing it right now so it's like I I don't know it's cool it's just definitely it's definitely something new it's a new chapter it's a new challenge and that's like a part of life I think that's what I love the most is a challenge so you know things like this is just it's it's a blessing (laughs) <laughs> I think that's a great way to to end this. We know you're busy, dude, and and yeah. hey, man, uh, it's an honor to get you on this. And and with your racing background and and what you're doing now, I mean, I can for, for me, like as a super fan, I'm I'm <laughs> su- super appreciative of, of of you taking the oh, time yeah. to 
to talk to us. You know, don't worry about Kyle because he's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's 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 mean to everyone. But uh, <laughs> nah, we love no, Kyle, man. Yeah, no, everyone does. But you yeah. know, honestly, Chad, thank you so much for your time with us. We we really appreciate you and uh, and you know on the you know the freestyle side uh, of the of the organization. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're doing our best to hopefully give give the next Chad Curley an opportunity to come and have Hell some yeah. fun and and do Hell some yeah. stuff as well. So, um, you know, you're always invited there. Just letting you know, you're always invited. We'd, we'd, we'd love. love to, uh, we'd love to, we'd love to see you maybe at some point, but, but no pressure there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. thank you, man. Uh, man, thank super you. Super appreciative. Man, I appreciate you guys too. That's love to even just be on here and, and hear that from you. So thank you guys. And we're going to keep rocking, man. We're going to keep doing this. And hopefully I see you guys at the track, man. I have a, a feeling he's going to want to feel it out. You know, he's going to want to ride the track, but I ain't never going to push it. He don't got to get nag one and all this extra stuff with it. He <laughs> could just, he could just race, you know, and feel it out. But yeah, Great. you know, okay, I'll support that. Well, thank you so much, dude. Appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Let's, thank uh, you guys. Let's do cool shit for uh, 15 or so years, Chad. However long it's been, let's keep doing it. Yeah. yeah man let's do it for real right <laughs> yeah all right brother yeah. happy new year have a good one happy, right, happy new year happy thank new year, you man. much love Cheers. okay Later, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.